Coaster that is Hack the Dino Gaming Cast, brought to you by Hack the Dino. I'm Dino of Hack the Dinos, and I'm here to bring you everything you need to make you a thing. That's right, corporeal. No more floating around for you in the ether of the uh, cosmos. That's right, you have solid structure. Your atoms will condense and buzz around a lot more, so you can actually feel the grass, touch some grass. You can drink the drinks. You can go out there and find someone to love and, and have hugs and kisses and all those little puppy-type things. You can age, and as your cells slowly degrade and you return once again to the, the stardust that makes you you, realize that you should have listened to Hack the Dino's gaming cast a lot, lot more. I'm Ben Rosenthal, joy, sunshine, and happiness. And I'm also joined by my co-host, Floppy Starrick. Hello. Floppy, Yes. what do you like about uh, uh, existing? Being drunk. <laughs> that's a good answer. That's a, that's a, not that I know I haven't drunk alcohol in about 15 years, but that's uh, well Me done. either. Is it more than 15? Hang on, let me have a think. 2000 and... 2007. Really? Yeah, 2007. Wow. So, so I'm coming up. I'm I actually don't close. like being drunk. I don't like being tipsy. I haven't touched alcohol since 2007. There you go. And I'm still like this. What the hell? Anto, how I are think, you? I think maybe you should drink. <laughs> Hello, I'm good. Um, I like being corporeal and I like playing video games. Well, you're <laughs> in luck because we both have three dimensions here at Hack the Dino Gaming Cast and we play video games. Sometimes... We have to decide what video games we're going to play. And just like in real life, sometimes those video games have decisions, don't they, Floppy? Correct. Um, what, do you, what do you like about decisions? I like decisions that involve who's going to live or die in my video games. <laughs> I'm glad you tacked on in my video games. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that as an afterthought. What are you talking about? <laughs> so uh, we're also joined by Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, Jeffrey... <laughs> oh, too soon? <laughs> no. <laughs> He knew what he was doing. You didn't know him. Um, <laughs> floppy. Yes, mate. What, what, what games make you make decisions? Uh, oh, good ones. Fun ones. Ones I'd like to talk about on a list tonight. Oh, good. Good. How, how many do you have? About 10. About 10? About 10. Do you know what Featuring you some things like uh, maybe uh, there may be a Telltale game in there or two. Oh. Maybe something from Supermassive Games. Is it uh, like the Telltale Heart? Yes. That's what it is. It is? Edgar Allan Poe. So there's a boom boom coming in from underneath your floorboards? There's always a boom boom coming from under my floorboards, mate. Is that where you hide the bodies? Yes. Yes, Good. it is. Well, they're not bodies yet if they're still alive and trying that's to escape. That's correct. That's the trick. Yeah. You can't be that's you're it. Not See? in trouble. Yeah, that's right. If they're still dead. alive, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying, let me out. Nothing wrong out. with just having live people down there. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? It's like, it's not important. Anto, how many people have you killed? <laughs> uh, metaphorically or? <laughs> no, literally. literally. Uh, yeah, none. None? None? Yeah, none. Didn't we have that on the job requirements? Out of the group. Man, you I'm can't sure that be was a, a prerequisite to working here. You can't be a corporeal form if you haven't slaughtered a good person or two. I'm pretty sure there was also another prerequisite for me getting the gig as well, but I didn't meet that and you still put me here. What was that? What was, what was that? that? Was I don't know. Oh, no. No, no. Maybe was it that thing? Was it bald? No, no, no. It wasn't yeah. that. Wasn't that. Maybe it was that, you know, with the ball and the and the you know that gag thing? Oh, might be that the gag ball. Yeah, gag, yeah. gag ball. No, sorry, <laughs> uh, that's what we do with balls. Gag. It's anyway, down, tonight, downhill quickly. T t t that's the way you get the balls happening. Uh, games, uh, video games. We've got them coming out our face and uh, into yours, like a big old game kiss. We get the cases and we put them in our mouths like duck bills, and we have a smoochy. Like a duck bill pun. <laughs> This is what the f is going on, Floppy. Yes, mate. Do you like uh, video games, news, previews, and discussions? Yeah, it's not bad. Do you like uh, uh, two uh, hosts, one who's very attractive, one who's very bold, uh, talking about uh, video games and uh, how they uh, hold a mirror up to society and, and reflect uh, our current uh, ethical and moral quandaries in the uh, realm of which we currently reside? Uh, yes, that is exactly how I like to consume my video game-related 
content. Then you should check out Kind of Funny Games. But before you go there, you should head on <laughs> over to hackthedino.com. Who's where the we're... bold one? <laughs> uh... Blessing? No, 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 no. It'd be uh, Nick Scarpino because he's, he's very old and, and that hair's not staying there. Uh, hackthedino.com where you can see all the links to all the stuff that we do. We've got a link to the Gaming Cast uh, podcast app if you want to subscribe there which you really really should so you don't miss an episode uh then i have the individual episode both the video and the audio version there's links to our youtube to our twitch over at twitch.tv backslash hack the dino there's some merch you can do you know what i've decided as well i think we need some mugs i think each of us need a hack the dino mug that we drink out of each and every day uh i think we also need some more merch you've correct got, you've got some of this merch haven't you How, correct what's it like? i have purchased some merch I really like that one there you got there, Anto. I purchased it for others, though. Oh, okay. Click on that Hack the Dino because um, <laughs> they didn't want to buy it themselves. <laughs> I'm not spending my money I on bought, that crap. I, oh, man, I need that um, That one. I need that one. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy one of these shirts. That was uh, a design that... Um, oh, I can't up. do red. What is it? I can't do red because I'm a redhead. What does the dark green look like? The dark blue, I think, is the best way to go. But if you're a fan of Dino, oh, that's nice. I might get the green one. What does the gray or black look like? If you're a fan of Hack the Dino, and you should be because you're watching and or listening to this, head on Whoa. over to hackthedino.com, click the merch button, buy some merch. We get like two cents for every item sold. Purple looks good. Purple does look good. I know a fan of purple. Uh, and if you would like to also subscribe to our many things that would help our egos... Uh, uh, Swell. And, and, and navigate the wasteland that is uh, uh, anxiety. True story. But Floppy... Yes, mate. If you don't have anxiety, mm-hmm. get me out of this. Where would you like to go to, Ben? Whatever. Uh, let's, let's, let's go to that news item. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you know that Sega, or Sega, depending on how you like to say Sega. it. Sega. Uh, oh, I can hear the rest of that in my head. <laughs> uh, planning a super game. A super game? To come game? out in 2024. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, you missed me do that because you did that. Oh. I was making you go, ah, and stop. Okay. Uh, so apparently, Sega, uh, Sega Sammy's Group's Integrated Report 2022 has revealed that it is currently planning to release a super game by uh, March 2026. Because that's funny because it originally said 2024. Well, clearly. Uh, that was a typo. <laughs> yep. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So Sega's uh, CEO, uh, now, would you like to say the name because I don't want to butcher him? Uh, Haruki Satomi. It goes on to say that Sega has been collecting data on the types of games that are naturally able to build and sustain followings. Uh, the goal for Sega is to combine what it is learning about current trends with the company's knowledge from several decades in the video game industry. Is this going to be a new IP or is it going to be a rival and an old one? What do you think? Um, I like the idea, but I, it sounds like the villain's plan from a cheap, like, B-grade movie. Well, I mean, again, this was a uh, report on what their yeah. plans are. So I've, I'm assuming they had big wigs there or people who have a lot of money invested in Sega. Uh, so you can, of course you're going to come out and just go, yeah, we've used our study to find out that gamers <laughs> actually really like these things, which we're going to incorporate into a big game, which is coming in, like, three years. Yeah. Don't Apparently, worry. Minecraft is a thing. <laughs> Don't... Apparently, people like uh, games where you spend money, and we like money. So what we're going to do is build a game that people want to spend money on. But if this super game that they're talking of, mm-hmm. what do you think it would? Do you think it'll be a new IP? It'd have to be, surely, right? I would assume so. Like I can't like Yakuza's got its its uh, very popular franchise, but it's quite niche. Is it though? I thought it's I, become pretty mainstream lately. That's why they uh, released it. I still think it would be. <laughs> For the Sorry, podcast listeners, you saw nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anto has a habit of flashing up our show run every now and then. Anto is the resident singer. It's not uh, the fan. worst thing he could flash up. So. Yeah, it could be worse. I could be broadcasting you adjusting yourself before we start. <laughs> We're not supposed to speak of that. That <laughs> uh, was fun. For those of you who weren't at Yeah, why don't house, we just explain it? All right, let's then. explain it. Go. Floppy, floppy being a, a male with dangly bits, uh, sometimes those dangly bits get caught and need to be adjusted, as any male knows. So Floppy, because I was standing in the games room talking to Anto, decided he would be nice and respectful and turn his back to us and adjust his manhood so we wouldn't see. He forgot the camera was on at crotch level and blown up on my big television screen. <laughs> 
And oh my god, it was also mirrored like five times. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, anyway, what we're talking about? Uh, from one cock up to another. Sega. Sega. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Yakuza has its niche, um, but it's also becoming bigger. Uh, what's it called now? Like a Dragon? Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon is the new sort of series name, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of lost me now. I liked the old Yakuza style, but no, that's it. it is what it is. I don't think it's big enough to be a super game. Uh, we had an idea of, you know, we've got Sonic coming out. Is Sonic something that you, Sega would count as a super game? I think um, recently the developers of Sonic Frontiers came out and said that they want Frontiers to be like the new launching point for Sonic, especially in Japan. Um, Because he wasn't super popular in Japan in the 90s. Um, They actually had like a project to make him more popular when Sonic 3 came out in 1993. Do you know why that is? Because he's lame. He's not. He's better (laughs) than Mario. How? In every single way. Okay. Sales. Yeah, I don't care about sales. Oh, you said every single way. That he cares about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he, my opinion is, I don't think it'll be an existing title. I think mm. to be a super game, they have to release something. They've done it before. New, like let's like Tales of uh, what is it? Symphonia. Mm. Tales of Symphonia. That was that was the Sega game. That's I Namco. still think it's. <laughs> oh, I still think it's niche. I think what? you're thinking Skies of Arcadia. That's the one. Yes, mm. thank you. Like, I'm, that, I think uh, yes, it's niche, but it shows that they can think out the side the box and get these big high end games happening. I think I they have to do something along the lines of a Horizon or something like that that just came out as a completely new IP and everyone was just talking about it. Everyone was like, this is amazing. This is fantastic. This new whole, whole new thing. Haven't seen this before. Like in this character, this story. They have to do something like that for it to be a super game. Can they get like an old IP that they've got? Like as Michael Towns in the chat is saying, Fantasy Star. I was going to say something along that lines. Like... If Out of all of their it. IP, Fantasy Star Online is probably the only one I can think of that would be designed around having a following and community and be an ongoing like service type game. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's see, that's the big thing. Service I, yeah. games as a service, I don't think they should go for. Mm. I but that's, think look at what's big. Look at what what are all. No, the... it's not big. Like the majority of them are failing dismally. Fortnite is a game as a service, and that thing is kicking ass. That has previously been re- like it was one of the first ones. It like got in early. It, mm. All the ones who have started up lately, like Overwatch is the only one that sort of continued there was the on. Division. But that's dropped off. But I would say, I would argue to the point that uh, are things like um, COD now and stuff like that that have battle passes and have uh, basically multiplayer games that have a campaign tacked on somewhere. Uh, they're essentially games as a service now, right? I don't know. I just think they... <sighs> if you have a subscription to it. Well, I mean, and it's not a mandatory subscription. No. But, like, that's a yearly release. COD is a yearly release. For me, a game as a service is this entity that sort of lives online and it's constantly updated. Okay. So, like, your Overwatch, your... Um, what about Minecraft? Um, what's, what, that's it's not, in its own little... Because you can box. buy packs for that. You can but, buy skin packs and you can pay to run your own private server and... There's a lot of stuff in Minecraft which kind of lets it fit into that box, but I think it's so popular as its own standalone thing that maybe not. I think my opinion is they should do something similar to what Capcom are doing with the Battle Hub in Street Fighter VI, Mm -hmm. but make it so that you can just take part in various other things, like maybe you can run around and play Crazy Taxi. Maybe you can run around and do Yakuza-style minigames and brawls and... Maybe you can go off and do Fantasy Star Online type so, stuff. For those of you not in the know, uh, the hub world in Street Fighter Six is just basically a giant arcade. And you walk up to an arcade machine and sit down and play it. And they have other Capcom games there that you can sit down and play. Yeah, Sega World the Game, do that. Townsy in the live chat has just made a good point. Uh, Rocksmith and Just Dance are now games as a service. You, you only get them with a subscription. So they've switched. So you buy the though. game and you... Purchase right. a sub- and you get a subscription. But is that a super game that Sega could... No, no, I'm just saying that they're re- like games as a service. Yeah, I, I would not I call just, it as a super game. I think games as a service are too risky. After Avengers, um, after, let's face it, the backpedaling that was Gotham Knights, because that to me, from what I've seen, I, admittedly I haven't played it, I've only seen play, it looks like a game as a service that was pulled back when games as services didn't do so well. Yeah. Um, I have the impression and the feeling that maybe the Suicide Squad game that got delayed was possibly or is possibly a games as a service. I think they are super risky at the moment. And to even think about heading down that track, you want to be 100% sure it will succeed. Look at Anthem. Um, all the other games of service that failed miserably. Mm. 
I've just had a thought. Mm. Um, and it's only just come to mind after rereading the paragraph that's in the run sheet. Um, games that sustain followings that are popular and are naturally able to build said followings and become popular. Think about what's come out in the last, say, four years. We've had Smash Ultimate, mm-hmm. which lasted up until this year because of its ongoing DLC pass. Oh, they're going to make a Smash game. Maybe. Like, what if they make like an all-star collectathon brawler type game like Smash Bros with all of Sega's IP, past, present, and future? Ooh. But PlayStation tried that and failed miserably. That yeah, but PlayStation. Someone else. <laughs> but like, so did Show and Jump. Wasn't there a photo, uh, a fighter exactly like Smash Brothers where you had Vegeta and Goku and uh, Luffy? Oh, that and... was. Oh, what was it called? Uh, Jump Force. Yeah. Okay, that was so bad because it was. Cheaply made, it was no. rushed out to meet like a, a deadline. That that was a fighter. I'm talking about an actual Smash Brothers clone. I think you're thinking of Jumpstar's Ultimate, which came out on DS. No, this was definitely a console game because so, I played as Vegeta in a competition at Retrospect and I won. Was it? Like they I had to throw in that you won. Of course. Uh, so Townsy's in the chat's made a good point. He, he brought up GTA 5. Now I don't think this is the point that he was making, but he was saying GTA 5 because it's really popular. Mm. You know what is popular? GTA Online. Yep. Mm. What about? Something like a Yakuza online. Like an open Tokyo? Yeah. Open world Tokyo. Open world Tokyo where you make a Yakuza it. character and live your life All in right. there. So you've got Grand Theft Auto, uh, Grand, GTA well, Online, which yeah. has done very, very well. GTA 5 is still, I think, according to IGN, their most so- searched um, topic on their webpage. Yeah, it was their biggest selling game. Who, who made GTA? Rockstar. Rockstar. What else did they make? Nothing. Red Dead. Red Dead. Oh. Red Dead Online. <laughs> Red Dead Online. Died. Correct. Yeah. Like, it's not a sure thing. No, it's not. But... It's a... Like, if you have the highest selling it's, and the it's most... It's a thing that does work if you do it right, I guess. It does. But, like, this is Rockstar. They made... They had everything there from the most popular online games of service uh Hey, you know who experience. else did something that was everything right and then screwed something up there? Mm. CD Projekt Red. True, but <laughs> then they came right in the they end. They did. So, I'm, not, I'm just saying, maybe something like a Yakuza-style... Um, open world online I just environment it, to live in. Just still think it's Imagine risky. running around like a like Tokyo or something, just living your life, just being a badass. You just go to Tokyo. You could. It costs a lot of money. It does. It's pretty good though. You got to go see Osti there. He's there a lot. Yeah. Just see the kaiju we got. Man, that would be cool. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> super game 2024, maybe 2026, depending on which part of this. Let us know in the comments what you think this super game is. Did I do that right? Is that is is that Mr. YouTube? Is is that that's that's how we do engagement. Hit that thumb, hit that thumb up if if you like Floppy's ideas, and uh, leave a comment in the chat below if you think this is redundant. I'm too old to be doing this shit. Floppy. Yes, mate. What what do you want to talk about? Oh. Speaking of decisions, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, regretting mine being on the show. Yeah, I have a. Is it penchant? Is that the word when you like something? A penchant. A penchant. Penchant. A penchant. A penchant. Is that no, the right penchant's word? what you get when you're old. <laughs> uh, that's a pinch. Well, no. Uh, I have a penchant, penchant. for uh, very narrative-driven games. Ooh. I like a good story, uh, specifically ones where I can make lots of choices, and those choices. Have a, a a rather large effect on the outcome of the game. To choose your own adventure. True. I like decision-based games, so I have put together a list of decision-based games that I or others think you should play. Cool. Uh, ones that I have played and do own. I've quite a few of them in front. Uh, are ones that others have told me that I should play that I would like to and haven't yet. But I think on this list, there's only, I think there's only maybe two I don't own at the moment. Is that after purchasing? Uh, correct, because, yeah, I'll get to that when we get there. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, now these aren't in any particular order of which I think they're more important. They're just 10 games that I think are really good, really influential in this genre. So, to kick them off, no, have you played any of these, by the way? I've played Life is Strange. Would you like to play? Would you like to talk about number one? Sure, Life is Strange. We've got a video for these two. 2015 Ant. on the 360, Xbox, PS3, PS4, uh, and remade on the Switch. And all the it was other just re-released on the street. Remastered, wasn't Remastered, it? Remastered, yep. Mm. Uh, the concept of this puzzling story is pretty unique. It's about a character who can rewind time and play out choices differently. Throughout it all, you're forced to make plenty of complicated choices. These decisions impact the outcomes of each character and the overall story. Every episode consistently reminds you of your previous actions, which really makes you think about 
every decision you make. Uh, Truth, there's actually two endings to this. One is uh, canon and one is not, thanks to the sequel. Oh, I was going to say what made it canon and what made it not, because I haven't played the sequel yet. Yeah, um, it, it's pretty clear which ending yeah. <laughs> 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 is the actual one when you play the second one. Yes. Um, but yeah, these games are great. Like the, I love the style of these ones too. The, the how immersive they become, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that as soon as your decisions have been given weight, it kind of sucks you in a little bit more. Michael Towns in the chat. The ending where the dogs control everything. <laughs> I was wondering what you were laughing at. Um, but yeah, so and I really like the concept of being able to rewind time and then change just change what you do. Uh, that's really cool. So yeah, Life is Strange. Uh, I have it. Here, I have a nice little collector's edition. So have you, you said you haven't finished it? You know what? I haven't finished it. No. Okay, cool. So without you, spoiling you can, it. You, no, you can spoil it. It's no, okay. I won't spoil it. But I okay. will say that there is a big decision right at the end that uh, gives you two very different endings. Mm. And it, it, it's heart I have wren- heard this. It is heart-wrenching. <laughs> like the choice you have to make. Uh, See, selfish games. or selfless. That type of decision. I love games that make like you got to make hard choices or mm. put yourself in a really uncomfortable position. Yep. I, I really like that. Yep. I don't know if it makes me a sadist <laughs> or not. But you know, but it yeah. is sadistic. That What's that? Freaking uncanny valley hair. <laughs> I really like the style choice in these. Uh, um, just, when hair looks like a plastic helmet, I can't do it. <laughs> don't, don't ever play a Lego game. <laughs> <laughs> Rather twist lighthouse. But yeah, so that was uh, my first pick off the run. Um, Yes, Anto? I just think it's hilarious that uh, Townsy was just like, the twist ending is that life is actually really regular. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's all I had Boring to and regular. There you go. Uh, so my second pick is actually a little bit of a cheat. It's a collection of games because they're fine. still coming out. So I've picked the Dark Pictures Anthology. Uh, these go, these were made by a group that made a game that's later in the list. Uh, but Dark Pictures Anthology, Anthology currently consists of three games uh, coming out in 2019, 2020, and 2021. There's, I think, one each year, and I believe it's going to be eight games. Wow, that's a huge undertaking. Yes. Wow. Um, came out on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, I'm assuming they'll be coming out on PS5 and stuff as well now. Uh, so the first ones, the first three consisted of The Man of Medan, Little Hope, and then House of Ashes. Um so they're, th- they're a horror-themed anthology. They can be played in early order. You don't have to have played one game before another. You don't have to play all the games. You can just pick and choose. They are an anthology in the fact that they are um, similarly themed. And there are little things in them, such as a, uh, a counselor-type character that you can see right here in the menu in each game. Now, it's different in each game, but they serve a kind of similar role where they... They analyze the choices you have made and kind of talk to you about how they... Is it the same character in each game or just no, the same type of... it's the same of... type of character in each game, right. but each game has like a, this counselor figure right. that analyzes your decisions and then um, sort of shows you how they've they've affected the outcome of the game as you go through it each, at the end of each chapter. Um, they're really, really good fun. Excellent stories. Excellent variety of characters and settings. The Man of Medan takes place on a ghost ship and is... Um, based on a based on a true story or a true myth, I might mm. say, an actual myth that exists. Um, Little Hope, which is by far my favorite so far, took place in a town and it takes place over three different time periods uh, as you go through this really creepy house. And without, I don't want to reveal too much of the stories because they are really, really well written and they have great twists in them as well. And House of Ashes, I have started but haven't finished yet. But yeah, and, and there's another one coming out this year called The Devil in Me, I think. Yes. Yep. But yes, the name of the actual developer is dropped out of my head. I don't know if you... Do you know Anto? I don't know off the top of my head. No, I can have a look. Yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, I find these, these games are really atmospheric. If you like your horror, horror, thriller sort of stuff, they're definitely worth a try. Man of Badan was a bit slower paced than the other ones. And I think it turned a few people off. But if you don't super like the sound of Super massive games. Super massive games. Thank you. Um, jump into Little Hope. It's awesome. So much. It's good time. Very good time. Now, Ben, you've played mm. number three, haven't you? Uh, not heaps, but I have opened it up on my PlayStation Plus <laughs> subscription. <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, well, I haven't finished it, so yeah, I haven't played it, so no spoilers. Cool. All oh. right. Heavy Rain, 2010, PS3, and also on PlayStation Plus if mm. you happen to have it. Tell me uh, when I can look at the screen again. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you, okay, play the video for those watching, but don't look at the screen. 
Oh my god, how's Godzilla doing that? <laughs> uh, one of the most influential games of its generation. It follows a mystery of a serial killer known as the Origami Killer and four characters whose lives are intertwined by the murders. Players have uh, players' choices had um, players' choices <laughs> have a massive influence on the narrative. And it was also a showcase for the PlayStation Move controller, but that is not why this game is remembered. Well, not for a good reason, anyway. Uh, it has exciting storytelling, well-written characters, and chilling moments that will really induce anxiety, and I cannot believe that Godzilla would do um, Ultraman like that. I can't believe that they managed to get those, those licenses together, yeah. and the fact that Ultraman right, was just, teasing Anto. just wiped out <laughs> as... as Big as that. So I think this is the game that got me into the um, the decision-based games, like the, the choice and consequence style of things. I did push past the first half an hour, which you got to do, Anto, and get past Spoiler the... Spoiler alert, shower scene. Let's... Oh, I should probably not show this because I know the shower scene features nudity, right? It's a butt. It's a butt. Just skip forward. Who okay. cares? It's a butt. Just skip butt forward. Right no, don't. Put your butt away. Um... Yeah, it, they did use it as a showcase for the move controller, and that was a little bit tedious at the beginning, but that kind of falls off pretty quickly into it. And I I personally loved the way that the the four characters, their stories intertwined quite effortlessly mm. through the... It's just like, like Magnolia. I've never seen Magnolia. Magnolia. I've never seen Magnolia. Um, and I literally did not see the ending coming, like the twist or anything like that. I'm trying really hard not to spoil it for Anto. Um, I think it is a great... A great time and well worth playing, even if it is a little bit dated with the motion controls. I reckon they surely they took them out or the option for them for the um just for those watching, this is how a real architect designs things. Yeah. With samurai style slashes. Yeah, um, just like that. Look at that His perspective. Point of reference. Wow. Look at that perspective. <gasps> oh uh, that's not a year seven R class. <laughs> Um, no, love this game. I love the story. There is a couple of moments in there, obviously, that are a little bit how you going, but yeah, push past them because it's, it's say, well worth it. Anto, the, the surprise twist is that the rain isn't that heavy after all. In fact, it's quite a nice drizzle. <laughs> it's not. It's super heavy. <laughs> You're on Mars and it's molten level lava. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But definitely, uh, if you've got PS4 and you've got, um, it is on the classics, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. You've already got it on there. It's definitely worth a shot. Speaking of shots, Mass Effect 2. Yeah, I actually scrolled through this. Has he got the Mass Effect games in here? Surely he's got the Mass Effect games in there. You have the Mass Effect games. I only picked number two, which uh, so came out in 2010, uh, 2011, depending on which platform. So 2010 Did to 360. Did you pick number two because it's the best of them? Uh, I have not played them. What? I wow. know. I know. Excuse I have you? them. <laughs> I have them because I keep meaning to play them, but other stuff keeps coming out. You mean you haven't been able to romance a blue-skinned alien? I have. Well, there was that time I okay, was in Avatar. Hold up. I can't. I can't, in good conscience, play this video. I think I know enough people that has. I think I know enough about Mass Effect. That I'm probably not going to be spoiled. I think. Just play the the, the Yeah, you'll be right. I'm going to skip ahead because I don't want the the opening of Mass Effect Two is one of the best cinematics in video games actually you're right yeah skip all right let's skip it so i've picked two purely because through conversations with others the choices that you make in two and how well they transfer over to the third game which i think is really cool mm. when i'm assuming it doesn't from one to two as well correct but um that to me is awesome now i know this is more of an action adventure game and you know what the best part is yep um i mean with, no but with the original sure. mass effect 3 yeah. You took all your choices and everything you worked so hard for over the course of three games and you got right up to the end and then went, <laughs> none of them matter. This is the ending. Wow. Okay, yeah. see, that's not quite true. It's true. Excuse me, I'm on the internet. My opinion's right. <laughs> I had problems with the ending of three initially after replaying the Legendary Edition to death. Like, I've platinumed all of these games. But that was the, the re-released ending. No, no, same as what the original ending and the recut was. Like, I've changed my opinion on it 100%. Like, it sucked initially, but if you're not a teenager or Ben, <laughs> and you are okay with things not being perfect, for it's our, fine. For our podcast listeners, I'm not a teenager. <laughs> Very much not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. 
Although once this life is over and I die and I take off the simulation goggles and I'm a 16-year-old boy who's just been playing a VR game for like half an hour, um, I, will, I will be a teenager again. So that'll be fun. And But unfortunately, all you people will disappear because you're all NPCs. Sorry. There you go. So yes, no, I haven't played Mass Effect. I know I should have. I've owned it on the PS3 and the 360 and then I bought the Legendary Edition on PS4. I still haven't played it. Uh, a friend of mine has it at the moment. I lent it to him. I think this would be a fantastic game for you to stream. I feel like it's a long game. They are a very long experience, but you <laughs> absolutely should do it. But I, I really love the the idea of the way that you can uh, befriend different people and how you can affect the relationships that's uh, within the games. I think to me that's... A, that's And that's what put it into the decision-based, choice-based thing for me, uh, having not played them. Cool. The next game is one that I also haven't played, but in talking to people this week, a dear friend has put me onto Virtue's Last Reward. I can't reach it. On, that came out in the Vita or the 3DS. Now, I didn't own this. And just in talking to them, decided I, I need to play this. Uh, so an interactive anime with 3D puzzles. Uh, has a first-person view and freedom of travel and choice to dictate the outcome of a story. Uh, apparently deep and complex, but uh, no action. With, with no action, like no... No shoot 'em up action, no no combat, but does some does get a bit kinky in scenes. So maybe uh, for a more mature audience, apparently, uh, which you know I won't I won't lie, it had me intrigued. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder where they're gonna go. See, that's why it's on the DS because you get your pen and. <laughs> so to just sort of add on to your description of it, it's effectively a visual novel. Yes. With. Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton style puzzles that are sort of targeted towards it's a right. more mature yeah, it's exactly audience. like Phoenix Wright. They go, erection! <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. PG. Uh, but yes, anyway, so I, I was talking to my friend about this game and I was like, man, I really want to play that. That sounds amazing. And then I, I like just off the cuff walked into a cashier's day. I wasn't going to go in, but it was parked near. I went, ah, I'll go check it out. And they had a copy. <laughs> and I went, oh, I'll have that. Cool. <laughs> For like 20 bucks. <laughs> Nice, good score. Yes, there you go. All right. Well, you'll have to report back on uh, the the uh, fun times that is the uh, visual novel Phoenix Wright with uh, touching. We are robots in the chat. Has just said he played the the full three games without even knowing you can have sexy times with your crew. Uh, I do believe the first one was at the nine nine nine. I think it was the first one of these games. Right. I'm not sure what the third one was. What are we what talking is? about? I don't know. Let's go to the next thing. Next thing, The Wolf Among Us. Would you like to talk about The Wolf Among Us? Sure. I, I only, I've never played this one. I know very little about it. It's one of the last Telltale games that uh, was never finished because they folded and then were purchased by another company. Who Apparently one of the best. Uh, uh, Wolf Among Us 2 is coming out next year, I think, isn't it? Oh, so they're redoing it? Were they continuing on with it? I think it's being continued, yeah. Okay. So the Telltale games have often been hit and miss. When you say this miss. came out last, this came out in 2013, dude. Yeah, but Telltale like then bought out other IP games and went into bankruptcy and had to sell. Because so, they released a whole bunch after this. Yeah, but like they failed miserably and they oh, never got okay, to part yeah, yeah. two. Oh, Batman was, was great. Um, so anyway, uh, this title is much more of a strict detective story than most other adventures following your sleuth to catch... Following your sleuth? Oh, as in the detective. The detective. To catch a murderer in the strange fairy tale field version of New York. What makes these choices matter is the lack of time you have to make them, as most of the game's big decisions have timers. I hate that. To prevent you from <laughs> thinking too long about certain subjects. I like it because you don't sit there, you can just be, it's like impulsive. Mm. Uh, you're left to make your own impulsive decisions and while some can lead to newer plot details, there are tons you can miss if you don't think through your actions. Which I never do and it's working out fine for me. Now, I will say this is a mature game. I'm not sure if you can gather from the language that was on the screen. Sorry about that, kids. Uh, so when they say this is a fairy tale New York, your sleuth, the guy with the uh, sort of red hit, not that guy, not Ben, um, the other one, <laughs> uh, whose name is Wolf, he was originally the big bad wolf. Oh, cool. And he's now a detective. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't like that. It's, yeah, very cool. Telltale games, uh, I find them great. There has been a few that I didn't try, a couple that I didn't like, but for the most part... They had the Guardians of the Galaxy, didn't they? They did. That was not good. Uh, I think it was great. Okay. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the Batmans were fantastic. But yeah, this one has always been held in high regard. Um, I haven't played it yet. I picked it up a little while ago now, 
Um, and I'm pretty keen to give it a shot. Um, but yeah, I like the stylized thing. It's kind of like the it's got almost Borderlands-y kind of look. Yeah, that cel-shaded... Um, sort of comic style. Yeah, no, it looks good. Good time. Yeah. You know what else is a good time? What else is a good time? Listening to the th- main theme of this next game. Well, go for it, mate, because I haven't played this one. This is the other one I don't own. Oh, really? But everyone that I spoke to or read about, it was like, this one needs to be in there. So you need to uh, look up the theme for the Stanley Parabral. It's pa- Parable? Parabral. Parable? Parabral the rapper. Parabral. Par- parable. Am I not saying that right? Parable. I think we're saying it differently. The Stanley Parabral. <laughs> You're saying two Bs. <laughs> Parabral. Parable. Oh, I am too. <laughs> the Stanley Parable. There we go. 2011 on PC, originally released as a free mod for Half-Life 2. That's right, a lot of games came out of Half-Life 2. Uh, In the Stanley Parable, you control a silent protagonist whose actions are narrated by actor Kevan Brighting. The The narrator tries to lead you down a specific path, but you don't have to listen to him. That's right. So the narrator can be going, you can just walk off. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) And leave. Um, so you're continually choosing whether or not to follow his instructions. And these decisions alter what ending you get. Not that you'll stick with that conclusion, as any time you reach the end of the path, the game resets. Therefore, the game is all about discovering different endings by making distinct choices. This is a real cool game. Uh, and as I said, the main theme for this... It's really cool. you got to listen to it after. So uh, I also- Anto... Hello. Uh, after the show, we're going to listen to the Stanley Parable uh, thing. I'm very floppy. familiar with it, so I'm keen for Floppy to hear it. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, I'm down for that. Um, so, yeah, I didn't... I know of this game, but I didn't know what it was, so I'd like to check it out. It's uh, It's got physics based to it as well. I like that stuff. Anything that's kind of like a shorter narrative experience, I'm pretty much down for. Yeah, no, nah, it's great. Cool game. Cool, cool game. And I had no idea it was from a Half-Life mod. Yeah. Half-Life um, 2 mod. Did these guys also do Octodad? Or am I mis... I don't think they did Octodad. Okay. But someone, feel free to correct me in the chat. I'm sure uh, Cat Like yeah. Sparky or Townsy probably know. They probably do. Um, just quickly to go back to Virtue's Last Reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person I was talking to about it, V's, just sent me a message saying, because I said it was part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one was Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors. Then there was Virtue's Last Reward. Then Zero Time Dilemma. So that's nine. What was the second one? 999, uh, yep. Virtue's Last Reward, which is yep. the one we were talking about, and then Zero Time Dilemma. No, I can't see a connection. I was trying to be a detective. <laughs> trying to find it in the titles and figure out a number. Yep. Oh, oh my God. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After the Stanley Parable. Oh, this Parable. game came out. Parable. Parable. The Rabble. Did you play this next one? I've not played it yet. It's Ooh. on my PS Plus. So Detroit Become Human came out in 2018 for the PS4. Who was the actor in this one? Uh, there was a few. There was, what's his name um, that plays... Who was the actor? Oh, it was what's his name? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, he was in Starship Troopers. He was the drill sergeant. Clancy Jones. Clancy? Clancy Jones? Clancy something? I don't know. Uh, there was a number of actors in this. This game was, apart from the fact that it looked freaking phenomenal... It did the sort of heavy rain thing where you followed three different characters. Clancy Brown, thank you, in the chat, Ashraf. Clancy Jones, what an idiot. (laughs) Uh, Clancy Brown, you'd know him when you saw him. Cool. Uh, Yeah, it followed three different characters. Now, this is all set in the future where androids are commonplace. Um, And second-class citizens. Yeah, this is perhaps one of the most intense games I've played. Uh, deals with the player morality choices. So yeah, the three separate uh, adventures are intertwined. The overall premise is based on the idea that androids might be a thing one day. Uh, if they are, what do, what are their rights? Do they have rights? Should they be treated as humans? Is it possible that they can feel like humans? If we if program to. Uh, if you have a heart at all, this game will make you cry multiple times. Uh, to some, thanks to some great social dilemmas and a beautifully detailed characters. Uh, yeah, so the whole thing is they have some... Um, I can't remember the word they use for uh, for the androids that become self-aware. There's a Sentient. word. No, no, there's a different word in here. There's oh, like a, okay. it's, like, it's almost like they had a, a, a An moment. awakening? Yeah. And they become self-aware and they, and they start thinking for themselves and, you know... Singularity. I think that's... Something like that, yes. And so the three characters are this detective um, android that you're seeing there named Connor. Uh, uh, I believe you're referring to when they become what's known as a deviant. Thank you, a deviant, yes. Which, totally in all that means. 
Yeah. Uh, so you play, there's the Connor who works with the police as a detective, or in this place, in this case, he's being a negotiator. And there is a sort of like a um, housemaid, housekeeper uh, style deviant um, that has a really odd situation with the young girl that she looks after and it sort of hits home a few times. It's become a little emotional. And then there's also a, a gentleman who worked for an old man who was a painter and things like that. And he becomes sentient and is uh, looked down upon by other members of the family of the old man that he worked for. And yeah, the whole their stories intertwine really, really well and there's some really intense scenes and the ending can change quite drastically as to who makes it out and how. And I played it a couple of different times. I played it a couple of times and got very different endings. The coolest thing I like about it is when you finish a chapter. Sorry, I was just going to say Lance Henriksen. Oh, yes, Lance yeah. Henriksen is as well. And Ving Rames, I think. Yeah, right, cool. Was it Ving Rames? It might not be. It might be Michael Clark. Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Duncan Clark. Isn't One of dead? them. I don't know. This is from 2018, so maybe not. Something like that. But um, between each chapter, they show you like a little branch map of the choices you made, and then there are darkened out choices you didn't make. Mm. And it kind of just shows you how many different options there are for that chapter you've just done. And you might be like, "Man, that's amazing!" Or I didn't like that. I'll go back and play it again and make different choices. It was just. It was so good, and it looked. Real pretty. But yeah, I was quite happy with that. Yep, next one. Would you play it? Hey? Do you think you'd play it? Oh, I want to give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, again, I, there's other games I want to play first. But yeah, I, I mean, I like these non-time-heavy games where you can just sit back and sort of relax. Yeah, I reckon I'd, I reckon I'd nut it out in probably like 10 hours. You can't, it's November. Ooh. Anyway, there you go. next. All right. Number nine, one that you probably didn't think you'd see on here. No, because I haven't played it. All right, so I put Hitman 3 on here. I know what you're thinking. Not particularly thought as a choice-based game. Well, I mean, you've got decisions you have to make in order to make the most effective kill without being seen. Uh, Hitman 3 is entirely dictated by how you decide to play on every level. There is, I'm not going to say literally thousands of different ways that you can achieve your objective. But there is so many different ways you can achieve your objective. You could play this game, I don't know how many times, and never play the same game again. Uh, there are a plethora of ways to take down your targets. In the Dartmoor mission, you can actually conduct an entire murder investigation, including talking to suspects, finding clues. And it's all completely optional. It has nothing to do with your target. Now, isn't, um, like, spoiler alert, but uh, the final level of this game, so the whole game is about stealth and, and not shooting people who you don't need to shoot and everything, correct? Most of the time. Most of the time. Ideally. Then the last level is just like, yeah, go for it. It's an action shooter. And you can just yeah. go around spraying everyone. Yes. I saw someone do the first level in something like nine seconds. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was a, some kid and he used a pistol, a silenced pistol, and he just had it down where he could run into a room, knew where he was out of sight, shoot the person he needed to shoot from a distance, and then run out again. Wow. Pretty good. No one saw him. Uh, but yeah, you're required to make a... Oh, you are required to make a, a big choice at the end of this game. Sounds like it's similar to Mass Effect. And this game as well, you can actually play the first game in it. Is I think right? so. Like was it this one or was it something? the last one? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Hitman 2 had the entire first campaign in it or was added to it later on. Yeah. I thought it was this one. It's like in a garden or something. Oh, I could be completely wrong though. Anyway. But yeah, you get a big choice to make at the end of the game where you kill a character or choose a kind of fate for them. Uh, it's one big clue to look out for when it comes to conclusions. There's even a secret ending to unlock, making for a total of three different endings for this. Dog controls everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw in some honourable mentions before we do the last one. Uh, obviously, this year I've talked a lot about the quarry. Uh, same guys that did Until Dawn, same guys that did uh, Dark Pictures Anthology. Uh, was it Supermassive Games? Yeah. Uh, the Cory was fantastic. I didn't put it on the list purely because I'd already spoken about it enough this year. Like, I love that game. Um, the, the, the situations, the choices that you had. The quick time events I thought were really good because they were movement-based, not button-pressed, so you didn't have to fumble looking for the right button. It was literally analog stick, that. up or down. It was so much movement. easier. I know you do. I know you do. Um, I've got the entire Mass Effect series down here because I only put one game in the... Uh, in the uh, actual list, also along with Telltale series. Telltale series, did you realize how many games they did? 30-odd. Uh, 
Wow, okay, that's more than I thought. They did a Back to the Future one, which was hilarious. Uh, apparently, it wasn't very good. I started playing it. I got back to 1965 or wherever it was yeah. when Doc was in the jail and then yeah. just gave up on it. Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. I played it. Uh, the Batman games are phenomenal. Well, absolutely, you actually get to be a detective. Cool. And um, it was, oh, yeah, they were wonderful. Um, what else? There was a Game of Thrones. I didn't play that. The Guardians of the Galaxy was really fun. Um, yeah. A lot of IPs, which is why they went badly. They paid a lot of money for IP, IPs, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, wow, there's a heck of a lot of Telltale games. I almost put Black Sad in here, but it was more of a puzzle game, I think, than an, a choice based game. But it Black Sad was. on the Switch. Well, don't play it on the Switch. Play it on a PlayStation or an Xbox. If you can play it elsewhere, don't play it on the Switch. General rule yeah, of thumb. Yeah, general rule of thumb. Especially nowadays because yeah. that is six-year-old hardware. <laughs> yeah. But last game, which I'm sure everyone's heard of, but and you know what, you've probably played it. But if you haven't, you should, is Until Dawn. So this came out 2015 on the PS4. Uh, it's a fairly short game, around 10 hours, give or take. It, is an ama- it has an amazing amount of possibilities and centers around a group of teens that go away to a cabin after a year a year after their friends disappeared there. Uh, so it has everything that an 80s or 90s sort of horror film has. It has a bunch of teens mm-hmm. in a cabin mm-hmm. on a snow-covered mountain at night in a storm without power and the way to go up there is blocked. Groovy. Oh, and there's a murderer. Of course there is. <laughs> like, oh, and they're horny teens. <laughs> of course there so is. So there's even a bar scene so you know someone's going to die. Of course they are. Um, the story is awesome. It went in directions that I didn't think it was going to go. Some of the actors, you got Hayden Panettiere there from Heroes. You've got Rami Malek in this. Oh, really? Yeah, he is one of the main characters. Cool. Uh, so that was really cool. And I think one of Will Smith's kids was in this. Um, but yeah, it is a beautiful hom- hom- homage. Homage. Homage uh, to horror movies that are made in the same vein. Um you play as each of these characters through different chapters as uh, the goal is to kill as few as possible. I think my first playthrough, I only got out with two characters. Oh, wow. I had like six or seven of them and my last decision killed most of them. Oh, was it kill them with bullets? <laughs> no, it was turn on a freaking light. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And they're all vampires. Yeah. No, all no, the Draculas no. went, ah! But the second time I played it, I got six people out. Oh, nice. So that was, I was out quite Out of a happy. possible... Uh, I want to say seven or eight. Well, that's pretty good. I can't remember for all of them. Uh, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure if it is possible to save every single one. I think there is a couple of people that have to die. Right. Just to make it. Yes, and this really plays on the butterfly effect, like that whole sort of theory of the butterfly effect that one thing you do now can affect it later. And every time you do a specific thing, it'll actually show you what your previous choices did to affect the thing you've just done. Right. It sort of just flashes up and say, oh, because you did such and such a thing back then, this is now happening now. Cool. And that's really cool. It makes you sort of go, oh, God, I knew I shouldn't have done that sort of thing. Oh, Causality. Hell, glad I'm glad I'm glad I did that. But yeah, there you go. That is 10 games that are decision-based that I think you should play. Excellent. Now you have to make the decision. Do you want to play them or not? Yes, you do. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. And I'm going to be playing some like Virtues Last Reward and... Well, Mass Effect, apparently. Maybe you can play those games uh, next time when we're due to be on because we won't be streaming live next fortnight. That's Ooh. right. We usually stream two hours of these fun-filled adventures every second Friday night over on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. However, real life's come up. And, As it uh, does sometimes. We, we can't make it for the first time in almost six years, I think. So we're having a week off. So we will be putting up some of the older dino moors, which are our Patreon exclusive shows that we do after the show. Uh, so you won't go without. There will be a video up on YouTube and there will be podcasts going out as per normal. Uh, it just just no Twitch that week. But then we'll be back nice and strong for our show afterwards, gearing up for the end of year awards, yes. which I should probably start to organize. Oh, end of year Are we awards. doing a live show this year? Uh, I don't think so because that takes a lot of planning it and does. I haven't started yet. <laughs> I was right. going to say, yeah, like maybe another month on top of what we have left in the year. Maybe our first that. one back could be a live show. I don't know. See, I want to do a live show with the Toy Power podcast, guys. So okay. um, I, I'm. we just need to find time, venue, like... Greenlight would be great, but Greenlight doesn't have a lot of room anymore because they've filled their uh, function area with books and stock to sell and make money. As they should. <laughs> Jeez. 
selfish. Uh, but no, there will be live shows coming soon. But yeah, so we're, we're just taking uh, one week off, um, but we will be back. There, you will still have content that you haven't heard before unless you're a Patreon. And if you do like the Dynamo stuff, then maybe you should head on over to hackthedino.com and... Do, 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 <laughs> yep. And then head uh, over to we made it so far.com <laughs> and uh, sign up for our Patreon uh, in order to get heaps of uh, awesome bonus stuff and to support us. And if you can't afford to support us, that's not a problem. You can do it by just telling your friends and uh, sharing some of our silly videos. Uh, TikTok has been taken off really well for us. Has um, it? It has. Because Still don't know what TikTok really I, is. I've just not been making new videos, just re-uploading. <laughs> the pl- you know, I've been doing nice. it for almost a year straight of just putting up one minute TikTok. videos on TikTok for almost wow, a year. really? Yeah. So there's a plethora up there. So I'm just re-uploading so I can have a bit of a break. I've but never got TikTok. It is not the end. We will be back we're just having a little a little break because it's a busy time of year and some of us have concerts and stuff that we have to attend sometimes you just need a day off yes but while we're gone maybe you can download some games with these deals 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 gets me every time Ante wasn't on it then I saw that I saw that late uh, late uh, deals Look, I was looking graphics. at the run sheet, saw the deals bit, and was like, didn't we already cover that? Yeah, it's fine. I don't need to worry about that. <laughs> All right, we got, we got two deals on the Switch, two on the PlayStation, and something cool coming to Game Pass uh, that I swear I put in there, but it seems to have disappeared. Good. Uh, on the Switch, you can get Ukulele 1 and 2. So Ukulele was kind of like uh, Spyro, wasn't it? Nope. Banjo-Kazooie. Nope. Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie. Same team. Same team as Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, 1 and 2 are $10 each, down from 60 bucks Each. That's $60 each, those games. So you can get both of them for 20 bucks. Correct. Instead of $120. That's a hell of a saving. Yeah. Um, first one's pretty good. Second one is a much more thought out and developed game. How is it like got many puzzle solving sort of stuff? Yeah, basically or? it's your third person adventure. Uh, well, at least the first one's a third person sort of adventure game where you mm. play like little puzzles. It's basically Banjo-Kazooie. It's it's pretty much yeah. Banjo-Kazooie. If you play Banjo-Kazooie, this is it again. But with but, Yuka and Laylee. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a fan of Banjo-Kazooie or Spyro, this is going to be up your alley. Ratchet and Clank? <laughs> yeah, that. Nah. Yeah. That's but bad. yeah, there you go. 20 bucks for two games that were 120 Pretty good, pretty good bargain. Uh, also on the Switch, you can get Alex Kid in Miracle World. Uh, Twelve bucks down from thirty. Ben, now, this is the remake. This isn't the original one that came out uh, as a plug-in. Which this one was, was like it? Free DX or something? System. Master System. I always get Mega Drive and Master System mixed up because they both was start with M. Alex Kid in Miracle World DX or something was it called? Deluxe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can switch between the original graphics and the new cell shaded pixel art. Uh, nice. That uh, looks quite beautiful. It is. It's really Whoa, cool. And that is jarring. It is actually a pretty fun game. For, like for the time, it, it's you know it's 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 a decent thing, decent go, decent decent yeah, time. It's not bad. It's um, Sega's attempt at a mascot before Sonic made it big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. Moderate. Uh, all right, over on the PlayStation, a uh, couple of bargains for you. If you like first-person shooters and you like to be John Connor, don't play this one because you don't get to be John Connor. No. But you could play Terminator Resistance. Now, I've, I've played this, I own this. This is actually a solid first-person shooter in a Terminator world in the future. Cool. Like, it's really cool. There are different kinds of Terminators, the T-800s, T-1000. Uh, I don't think yep. there's 1000s in this. Oh, no, Liquid Men? I don't, not that I saw. Hey? Teapot pans. Teapot pans. Because we're not yep. looking at any Terminators right now. Let me see if I can find some. There were some like hunter killers and stuff like that around. Um, and you play a member of the Resistance. Uh, it's really cool. It's really solid. It's just a nice, basic first-person shooter set in the world of Terminators. So uh, definitely, it's 25 bucks down from 64. That's pretty cool. So pretty good. good bargain. Uh, all for, also, on the PlayStation, we've gone shooter heavy. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Now, this is an R-rated game. Uh, it is a Wolfenstein game. It is the third... Two-player game? Yes. So Two this is co-op? entirely co-op. Yeah. You can play it single-handedly, but you are basically... You're not playing BJ Blazkowicz anymore. No. You're playing his Nazi-killing twin daughters. You have to rescue Blazkowicz. If yes. he's alive. If he's alive. Uh, in the vein of all the new Wolfenstein games, it is ultra-violent, uh, quite grotesque, uh, very mature, lots and lots of fun. Yeah. Just sit back and unleash. Yep. Good time. Uh, it's $7.50. Bargain. Down from 25 bucks. Yeah, bargain. Totally worth it. Wolfstein Youngblood. Uh, now, there was something that came to Game Pass, and I did write it in there, but I can't remember what it was. There is something big that came to Game Pass, but I can't think of it either. <laughs> yeah. Persona? No, uh, it was something table? else. 
Plague's Tale. No, no, it was something else. I'll remember it probably halfway through uh, our next segment, which is... You're ready for quiz? No, it's a quiz on your face. Oh, all right. It's one of them. Anyway, it's time to do a quiz where I have questions, two from our uh, high-end Patreons and two from me, where I have four possible answers to that question. Uh, I will read out the questions. Uh, First person to yell out their name, I will go to first. They get a point, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. You know how it goes. Um, Ben S on one, Trent on two, Braden on five, Mr. A Game seven, Jazz on seven, Anto on 28, and Floppy on 32. Now, are we ready? Yes, yes, mate. Are we all ready to quiz? Yo. Okay, the first uh, question this week comes from Michael Towns, oh. Gamble Games. Did he write a massive one? He did, but I've edited it. <laughs> um, and just so Michael Towns knows, I changed one of his possible answers because I found something that was better. So, uh, so basically he's saying, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm not saying that. Uh, wait, wait until I've read out all these. So, so we got to listen to all of them before we call out? Correct. Okay. okay. Oh, really? Go. Even if I know the answer before the question's over? Yes. Ah, that's lame. Here we go. There's no music one here, mate. Which United States presidential candidate and campaign slogan was used on a billboard in one of the releases, original or remaster, of Burnout Paradise? Was it A, John Kerry with Let America Be America Again? <laughs> was it Yes, America Can by George W. Bush? Barack Obama with Yes, We Can, or the classic They Can't Lick Our Dick from the slogan of Nixon supporters. Anto. Anto? Barack Obama. Correct! You know, I thought They Can't Lick Our Dick would get a bigger pop from you guys, but that's all right. Uh, I didn't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) That was an actual slogan in the 70s. No. They Can't Lick Our Dick. No. A dick or our dick? Our dick. They can't lick our dick because it's Richard Nixon. Oh, Dick. Yeah. Dick Nixon. Yep. yep. Wow. There was another Dick one there that the uh, opposition had as well. I bet fun. there was. All right. So Anto got a point. 29 to 32. Well done, Anto. Go. Question number so two. Much burnout paradise. In a 2014 study, scientists found that playing Portal 2, A, can help with the person's anxiety, B, Push the sales of potatoes up by 23%. C, dramatically improves your ability to stick to a designated task and spatial Floppy. awareness. Or D, gives scientists an excuse to play games when they should be working. Anto. Floppy. I already said floppy. No, you answered before the question was finished. I'm going to go with floppy. Oh, that's not fair. B. Uh, push the sales of potatoes up 23%. Yeah, correct. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. I didn't mean to say B. <laughs> I forgot what, in the whole, back and forth is which one who said first. I forgot which answer I was going to say. Anto. No, I was going to say B as well. You were going to oh. go potatoes as well? Really? <laughs> that was a mistake on my part. Were you doing that on purpose? No, I was going to say C, but then I went for the bit. Oh. So what do you want to do? C. C? Dramatically improves your ability to stick to the designated tasks and special awareness? Mm-hmm. Correct. Anto, That's another one. It's the one I was going for. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Actually, you went with the... That's clearly a joke one. I didn't mean... I just got the letters mixed up. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, it's now time for... Dylan the Villain! And his attempt to stump you both once again. He's not on tonight because he's at the football. No, he's at the cricket. Ah, yes, the cricket. The other sport. It's got a sport ball somewhere. Here we go. How many lines of dialogue are there in Grand Theft Auto 5? Grand Theft Auto 5? Yep. A, 150,000, B, 160,000, C, 170,000, or D, 180,000. Now, Dylan has been trying really hard to stump you two. Mm. I think he may have done it this time. Yeah, I think he has, because I don't know. Uh, Anto. Anto? 170,000. Incorrect. (sighs) Floppy, free, free hit. What was the... Was it 150, 160, 170, 180? Correct. 180,000. Incorrect. It was 160,000. Wow. Well done. Well done, Dylan. Dylan. You got him. You got us. Well done, mate. No points for anyone. But maybe with this last one, I think one of you, one of you may know a thing or two. Here we go. Which movie is referenced in Final Fantasy VI? Oh, come on. A, Star Wars A New Hope. B, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. C, Back to the Future 2. Or D, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. 
Floppy. Really, Anto? Can I say? Can I get it? Can I? Can I? Can I ask? When was Final Fantasy VI come out? Six came out originally as Final Fantasy three in like 1993 or four or something. Okay, can um, I hear the answers again, please? Uh, Star Wars: New Hope, Indiana Jones, Anto. Temple of Doom, Back to the Future Two, or Final Fantasy: Spirits Within. Uh, I think Floppy. No, but you asked a question. So yeah, I'm I did ask answer. a question. <laughs> uh, Star Wars: New Hope. Correct. Yay! So, damn it. End of I that think round. This is the first time I've never got. I haven't got any right. I think it is. So at the end of that, everyone was the same, but Anto's on thirty-one and Floppy's on thirty-two. <laughs> and with us, you know, skipping a show next time, Shit. I think we've only got like this. Will be down to the wire for the end Ooh. of the. Am I going to have to bring the trophy back? No, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't come really, back in this place. Really stumped on that last one because I'm fairly certain there's two opera scenes in Final Fantasy VI and one in Final Fantasy IV or V. Um, yes, and yes, one of them right. is a reference to Romeo and Juliet, and Correct, that's where yes, I got yes. confused. Yes, we all know that, Anto. Shut like, up. We're all very aware. <laughs> um, I, I, isn't there a Star Wars reference in each Final, Final Fantasy game? Biggs and Wedge are in pretty much every single one from yeah. five onwards, yeah. Because I thought that might be the giveaway for you, but anyway. I didn't even put that together. <laughs> But we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where we bring you the past, present, and future of video game news. And some of us eat pizza on live streams when, like, we don't want to hear that saliva-chewing uh, salaciousness coming over the airwaves. That's that's not going to help. You should know by covering it up, it doesn't stop it. There's still a small chance that it'll get through. But this isn't all we do. Floppy, what do you do? Eat a heap of pizza. <laughs> I like that. Thanks so much to going to me first. There's obviously the logical choice there. That is what you get for ASMRing my show. <laughs> um, I go over to Floppy Plays Games on Instagram and post photos of pickups that I've had or games that I have and enjoy. Uh, the last few I think I've got there since the last show was what? Well, that was my Snake's Revenge. Mm-hmm. That thanks to Ben and V that I've got. Um, what was the one before that? Uh, the one before that is Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil 4 on the PC, which a friend of mine dropped off to me at work, which nice. was awesome as a gift. Thank you very much. Before that one, I think, what was before that one, Anto? Uh, before that one is Taiko. Oh, Taiko no Tatsujin. That is such a fun thing to just bash the crap out of. While you're... I was doing it to uh, Super Mario theme. Yeah? Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> but they also have the um, opening theme song for Neon Genesis episodes. No. Which is very, very cool. But yeah, that's what I do. I go over there and post pictures of stuff and things that are cool. Anto! Hello. What do you post? Uh, well, on uh, your, the most recent thing for myself... On your Dino fans. ...is on Final Fantasy. I, we don't have a Dino Only fans, not yet. <laughs> Was it Dino Only fans? Dino Only fans. Dino Only fans. Um... I'm going to register that trademark. The, fans. the thing I've posted most recently is not Final Fantasy related. I found this in Target that says Nintendo Sonic 4-inch figures, and I was very offended. We live in an alternate reality. Apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was about is... to go like, why is that offensive? It took me so long to go. I'm like, oh, Nintendo. Those two <laughs> names should never be together. Except unless it's Smash Brothers. Yeah, but they're fighting then. And yeah. their toys. Um, but yeah, this is my stuff. Uh, it's mostly... I mean, I also platinumed all of FF7 on PS5 again last week. Again? Why do you bother platinuming again? Because it's fun. So are other games. No. <laughs> no I like not. the way I, I constantly get slung crap for playing Fortnite. But uh, Anto can platinum I just again. gave him crap then. <laughs> yeah, but not enough. Like, do it more. <laughs> I think Be it's more vicious. you've given me enough crap about Final Fantasy in the yeah, year have. and a bit that I've done this. <laughs> As if I would. I'm like the nicest guy I know. That's a hell of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, this is my page. I haven't done much with it recently. I've been very lax on it because I've just been not wanting to participate in social media. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awful. So um, you can head on over to Mr. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, head on over to Mr. Benjamin. Right here. <laughs> uh, where I usually post my uh, pickups that I get throughout the week, uh, and when I don't and I need content, I just go to my collection and go, hey, what can I take a photo of? So we can see on the screen here my little uh, 1994 Pikachu picture frame on the right, and next to it is my 1996 Pikachu alarm clock. That Pikachu looks fake. That's what Pikachu used to look like. Little chunky Pikachu. Little little pudgy. Thick Pikachu. Pikachu. Little little Pikachu. He's just a little he's just a little guy. He's just a little little Pikachu. Little electric That's, mouse. Yeah, uh, that Pikachu is thick with two C's, mate. Yeah, he's uh, he's a chunky 
Junkie. Yeah, Junkie Boy. Uh, also have put up recently the place where I take all my photos. Uh, if you have gone over to Mr. Benjamin on Instagram, you'll notice that they are situated on a glass top. And that glass top is actually of my 1977 Taito Space Invaders two-player cabinet, uh, which I do a lot of my other work and stuff on. I've played that. It's freaking awesome. It's a great machine. It's up and running. It's weird um, that the screen's broken. Look at all these lines. No, that's the cellophane used to give it color. Oh. You know that. Uh, and it's even got the Taito key. It's very rare. It's very good. It's a good time. Um, everyone should draw at my photos. Uh, but I also uh, do stuff over... Oh, I also got an Amiibo. I went out... Um, doing some video game hunting, found absolutely oh, nothing Link. besides uh, Wolf Link for $3. Is that when you got rained out? Yeah, absolutely drenched. Uh, but I might be going out uh, this Sunday to Brighton Markets, have a look, see what's around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then head on over to Bad Game Arts. That's Bad Game Art with an S on oh, the end. I haven't looked at these for a while. Yeah, so uh, one I put up this the <laughs> other day, Draconis. So this is where I find the worst video game art uh, from the 90s and early 2000s, and there's plenty of it. I like that someone's just learned to shade and got really excited by it. Yep. So I've put here, um, I don't know who I'm supposed to be scared of on this cover, Mr. Vaney or the guy with a penis on his nose. What? Oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know who the good guy is here. I don't think there is one. No. No matter who wins, we lose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the tagline, I think. I think that was also for one of our uh, prime minister, prime minister uh, like elections type slogan campaign things back in the day. <laughs> All of them, isn't it? Yeah, whoever wins, we Tell lose. Tell you just said it looks like someone fighting a hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're fighting in a hemorrhoid. <laughs> What's the? What was the one before that? Uh, is a game fan. Um, is, we've we've. Uh, it's that blue TV thing again. From yeah, that it's Sonic page. It's Chuck Rock. Yep. So, uh, Mister Deltoids. Uh, and Pectorials is making his comeback on this uh, cover of Game Fan. Um, I, I really like the sky. <laughs> they just went, what does the sky look like? Yeah, right. Blue and white. That'll do. <laughs> Put just some pink rocks let's in just there. Make a pattern and then repeat it. Um, it's almost like if you look at the hills and how they join into the sky, uh, it's clear There's they've no just... Depth. Yep. <laughs> it's just <laughs> formed straight up. And they're also taller than all those palm trees. Yeah. What's the next one? Uh, oh, I think the next one's an old one from Yeah, <laughs> I just Dino. love it so yeah, much. Happy Dino. Anyway, head on over to Bad Game Arts on Instagram. I post them up there uh, when I remember or when I come across them. It's, it's a fun time. Uh, everyone has a, a, a celebration. They, they uh, have party poppers. Celebrate um, good uh, times. Come go, out. Go on a rave. Get the glow sticks out and uh, rave all night. But if you like raving, you should... Um, you should uh, you should rave with the coolest people we know, and that's our Patreons, who we keep forgetting to thank. We love our Patreons. Thank you. Thank you to our Patreons. If you would like to be a Patreon, you can head over to hackthedino.com, click the little Patreon button, mm-hmm. and join us a Patreon and become a member of our cool little Discord that we've got going on. The Patoots. The Patoots. You can become a Hackadactyl. I think that's what they're called now. Oh, they're all Hackadactyls, but if you're a Patoot, you're special. Ooh. Uh, if you feel inclined, you may uh, join at a monetary level. Different mm-hmm. levels give you different benefits, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. such as names getting read out, which I haven't got up in front of me. Sorry. Do. You, you do. Would you like to do the honours? Sure. We would like to thank Ash Knight, Karen Knight, Dylan the Villain, Triple Indy, Mike Towns, and Game Boy Dad. Game Boy Dad. Dad. Um, all those dollary dues that you guys are kind enough to send over help us to keep things like Lights going, cameras on. Yeah. Wonderful effects like that. Thank you, right there, happening. That costs um, $80,000. So, thank you very much. Right. One effect. If you but want a second one, you know what you've got to do. We've been Hacked the Dino. This has been our gaming cast. And until next time, remember this very important life lesson. Yes. When life gets you down, yes. you got to dust yourself back up. Yes. And then what do you do, Floppy? Shake twice. Shake what? Because anything more is... um, Playing with a horse. Yes. Really? Horse?